Before we get to your regularly scheduled programming, I want to remind you that we have an email list that you can subscribe to for free, and we won't spam you, and you'll get constant geek updates right to your inbox. Check it out on thegeekiverse.com. All right, let's get to the show. Welcome to Geek Scott Game G3 2017 Predictions Edition. Oh, that was hard to say. I thought I was going to stumble over it. My name is Josiah Leroy, and with me today, Jeffrey Pubs. Hey, yo. How you doing, Jeff? Not bad. That's good. Yeah. Sam. Hi. Blonde and brunette now. I am. You look great. Thank you. Absolutely. And his podcast debut. Wait. Wait for uh, it. Captain PlayStation. Uh, Seth. Oh, <laughs> goodness. Seth Zelinsky. What's up, pal? I suppose I earned that. All right. I'm doing very well. I'm glad to be here. My first Geekiverse podcast in general. My first purely audio work. So what can I say? How does all this work? Welcome. Can I turn these dials? You can play with them, actually. Only the one, though. Uh, okay. The one that is in Jeff's column right there. That's hey. the one you want to mess with. Okay. Shh, Jeff, Sony fanboy. Just Sony <laughs> fanboy. So we talked about it. Uh, we're going to make some awesome 2017 predictions for the year of gaming coming up here. We have, gaming-wise, a very diverse cast here. Um, I'm a huge Xbox guy. To be fair, I love PlayStation as well, but I lean towards Xbox. Jeff is definitely our Nintendo person. No doubt about that. No doubt about it. Uh, Sam is probably the best representation of all gaming. Everything. I think. Everything is awesome. Yes. Um, <laughs> Lego Batman this week. Yes. Oh, so gosh. excited. So excited. Yes. And John Wick too, but oh, definitely yeah. more Lego Batman for me. You know. And then uh, Seth is obviously the PlayStation guy. Yeah. Uh, yep. This kind of what been can your I thing. Say? I don't know. Brand evangelist. That's right. It's all good. So can't That's go wrong there. Uh, we'll start off first segment. What's everyone playing right now? Uh, why don't we start with you, Jeff? What's What's in your system? Actually, it's Okami right now, because what I wanted to first do was start replaying some Zelda games to gear up for Breath of the Wild, and I could not decide which one to go to. So I actually just ended up grabbing Okami. have not played that in a long, long time. I've got the Wii version of it, actually, um, and I'm loving it again. I mean, that that's one of the most beautiful games ever made. You talk about art and motion. I love it. I mean, it's yeah. basically Zelda with a wolf. Let's be serious. In a Japanese setting. But Twilight Princess. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah, wolf, yeah. Wolf. That's true. That is Zelda with a wolf. You're right. Do you put Okami higher above Twilight Princess in terms of? No. Nah. No. Nah, I consider right. Twilight Princess to be one of Nintendo's very best games ever okay. made. All right. All right. So, uh, Sam, what do you got? Um. Well, I stopped playing Tales of Berseria to play the new mobile game Fire Emblem Heroes. Woo! Which makes me want to play Fire Emblem. <laughs> <laughs> it does that. Yeah. New one coming out next year? I know. Actually, Warriors is coming out, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. but that's yeah, that's yeah. Dynasty that Warriors with Krom and Ike and all. But that's yeah. going to be awesome. It is, but it's not a game that I would spend $60 on. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, no, just those two. Very good. Yeah. Seth, what are, you, what are you playing right now? You just finished a big game. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. That's been my big project lately. Uh, that's uh, so. That's one. Yeah, I've been a Resident Evil. I have an article or two up on the site right now. Uh, I have a long history with the Resident Evil franchise, and uh, I, I'm I'm really glad to say that Resident Evil 7 is a, is a fantastic return to form. Um, it it kind of uh, marries the old school Resident Evil uh, tropes and and uh, 
mechanics with with modern game mechanics. You know, it has first person like some innovative like uh, modern horror games like uh, Outlast and Amnesia have done. And it, but it brings the Resident Evil item management, exploration, atmosphere, and uh, combat too. In, into that and into a really interesting new environment that's really different from what we've seen in previous Resident Evil games and uh, yeah it feels you know like it, it has the spirit of you know Resident Evil 1 from back in 96 but it uh, but it feels new it feels it feels like a, a bold new direction for the series and uh, yeah I loved it the review should be up uh, by the tomorrow. time you hear this yeah for oh, sure there we go okay so um, yeah I believe I gave it a 9 alright <laughs> the Geekiverse Ooh. Geekiverse standard score. Uh, <laughs> that's you, good. No, we yeah. I, we've de- definitely tightened our uh, our scoring. I think a bit in the last few months. We've we've, we've been recalibrated, if you will. It, yeah, it's difficult because we, for one thing, we uh, 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 we review things we like first of all. Rev- typically, you, yeah, it's not it's not like we get assigned to play something that nobody wants to play. We play the things and we spend the money on things we want to spend. So that kind of uh, have you know that currently that's like how we do it. Um, and also, we're all just really excited, especially me. We are really I'm enthusiastic. Not very critical. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Have we ever given a game a ten? Uh, I have. Arkham City, right? Arkham City, which that, I feel is deserved. I think that was. Uh, I, I feel like I could justify it. I feel like whatever argument came my way, I could, without being a fanboy, justify why I did so. So okay. I think that's yeah. where I was at. I've yeah. given, a, I've definitely given games a nine or, or a little bit higher than that, but. I'm pretty sure that's the only one I've given an actual 10 to. Um, only one I've seen, yeah. I actually just gave Telltale Batman Season 1 the lowest score of... The second lowest score of any game I've ever reviewed. Which was... Uh, which was a 6.75. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I Did you play it, Seth? Batman? Oh, yeah, the Telltale Season? I've just played Episode 1 so far, okay. which I really liked. I, I really don't play many Telltale games, so it was kind of fresh for me. I don't really have a frame of reference of whether or not it's any better or worse than the previous ones but uh i enjoyed it i enjoyed playing as the most righteous bruce wayne and the most brutal sadistic batman that i that i could that's the dynamic i was going for so at some point i'll pick it back up again that was my problem was that episode one was fantastic with the duality there with the two personas yeah it that's it it dies after that they don't really really, that's a bummer to hear it is a bummer um that was the thing to me was the selling point for having batman in a telltale game now i Contrary to Seth, I've played just about every Telltale. I, I love the stories that they produce. Uh, kind of no-brainers. You just sit, sit back, relax, choose your dialogue. It's fun to take a break from your other games. Uh, Batman, unfortunately, was not doing it for me. They tried to cram way too many Batman references and characters from the past all into it. Kind of, and you know, understandably so. I would be excited if I got my hands on, you know, doing a Batman game. But um, it fell short a little bit. Do I recommend you play it? Absolutely. Absolutely, it is not a bad game. It's just not a great game. Um, I see. So Resident Evil, you give a, a nine out of ten. Yes. Andrew Garvey's been doing some geek plays for those and he live streams. Now that we have Twitch up and running for all us. All right, um, all right, cool. So I've been watching those. Um, I've, <laughs> I've only played one Resident Evil game, which is. No, it wasn't a good it, one. So like Umbrella Core or something. <laughs> it's almost as bad. Yes. You played say oh. almost as bad. Uh, I mean that I don't quit many games midway through. <laughs> I, uh, any games midway through. I think that was the only one. I texted Pavlock. It was what three years ago maybe. Oh, yeah. I'm having a moral dilemma. I'm like, do I need to finish this? <laughs> that is like, especially like the storyline at that point. It's like, 
it's like playing Metal Gear Solid 4 without having played any other. It's like, whoa, what the... Sure. This is ridiculous. And uh, especially, yeah, like Resident Evil 5 and 6, the story got, like, really... It was convoluted. It was difficult to find. I had been playing those games for years, and I really don't know what happened in 6. So, Oh, that's good. To, that makes me feel better. Because oh, you yeah, are no, the best it wasn't just guy you, here. You don't worry. It All was right. very confusing. Yeah, and the, I, I do think there those those later games are uh, uh, good uh, like action shooter games. It's just that you know the a lot of the old school fans like me don't want Resident Evil to be that. It looks drastically different from what I've seen Andrew play of 7. Like, um, it... Uh, between six and seven, they look like two completely oh, different games. Yes, yes, for yeah, sure. They they certainly are. Um, yeah, I mean, like from like ground up, I think they they developed a new engine for Resident Evil Seven, like RE engine, it's called. And uh, yeah, it was an absolute reinvent. I'm so glad. I really wasn't sure that where they would go after six. I didn't. I wasn't sure Resident Evil ever would get a return to form because Capcom kept saying, you know, these action oriented Resident Evil games are the ones that sell, so we're going to keep doing that. And Resident Evil Six did do well commercially but i think there was just a, enough of a outcry from critically and from and from the fans to uh to make a change and uh and now it, it seems like uh this will be successful enough to be the new direction for the series for now but at the same time we still are going to have uh the remake of resident evil 2 yes. that's supposed to be in the vein of the gamecube remake of the first one which will be which will be even more like of the old school survival horror. I, like I wonder if it might even have like the tank controls, or it'll probably have some kind of a option uh, between different control schemes. But uh, yeah, super excited for that. Uh, my pipe dream for that is actually they would remake both two and three, since it's all part of like the right. fall of Raccoon City saga. Uh, since three is kind of one of my favorite Resident Evil games. Uh, you like Nemesis, don't you? I, lo I love Nemesis and I love Jill Valentine, uh, and it's just a cool. It's like the plot of. Of like the first Terminator movie, it's there's this backdrop, there's this big situation, but at the core of it, you're this 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 woman who's got to escape from this monstrous thing, Stars. And this thing. It's yeah, <laughs> very much. I just picked up the pot vinyl, the Funkos of Jill and Nemesis awesome. actually, because those nice. just came out some of the classic figures. So anyway, yeah, Resident Evil Seven, uh, yeah, fantastic. Um, it's uh, it's a couple small flaws, but really I had a wonderful time with it. A lot of replay value, unlockable items, multiple endings, and they're already rolling out really good free DLC for it. So good exciting, stuff. exciting time. Well, anything else you're playing at this point, or just pretty much? That's been it for now. Uh, I'm looking forward to get getting into Neo, um, and there's there's so much coming out this month. I was actually really looking forward to Lego Worlds as well. Yeah. Which was I played that on Steam Early Access a little bit, which I ended up it fizzled out for me just because I just don't like playing on computer generally. But um, yeah, that's finally coming to consoles. I think it was going to be late February, but it got delayed to early March. Uh, that one I'm looking forward to. It's like a Minecraft but with Lego, and it's just it's it's just really fun little uh, just kind of creative. Uh, creativity oriented Lego game. Well, thank goodness nothing is coming out in March. You know, you've got your whole month just to play Lego now. Yeah, yeah. There's no new systems, no no incredible yeah, sci-fi games coming out. There's just a massive just oh my gosh, lack of games coming. I'm out feeling the effect yeah. there. It's crazy. It's taking uh, my breath away. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> that is a wild accusation. <laughs> um, That's a massive <laughs> very legendary, man. Legendary. <laughs> we are just the best. We're so punny. It's very Andromeda. Guys. <laughs> Sorry. Guys, I think we need to look here in the mirror. Mirror check. Uh, so, you know I was playing Telltale Batman. I... A just finished Rise of the Tomb Raider on Xbox One. Oh, I've been I've been playing that. I've been I'm partway through that. Really Loved good. It. Yeah, yeah. Loved I really like those games. I think it was on par with the first game. It was very good, um, okay. if not a little bit better. Okay. Uh, really? It was close. 
I also think it was almost as good as Uncharted 4. However, Uncharted 4 gets the the nod because it was the last game, so kind of the last game in Nathan Drake's saga, it seems yeah. like. And they it was just so big and expansive. And it seems like they put that extra polish on it because of it. That I think you have to give it the edge. Also, Un- Uncharted like has, uh, especially Uncharted Four, has more uh, like like uh, believable and authentic uh, character dynamics and character interactions. Like the relationship between Nate and Elena. Like I've never seen a romance like that in a video game. It felt she was one of my so crushes real. that I named in my article with Sam today. Uh, oh really? We named five gaming crushes each, and she's up there. It was like she's yeah. like. Like, Nate can't be without her. Damn, I should have put Lara on mine. Ah! Boo! (laughs) Okay, so we should just be like, hey, these who didn't make the list, and then just start listing them. (laughs) Talk about Lara Croft? Uh, Yeah, Lara. Just missed the the cut. Actually, did you uh, see their set photos from the the new Tomb Raider movie um, with Alicia Vikander from... Love yeah. her, love her so much. Yep, <laughs> Machina and Danish girl, and she's great. And um, yeah, it's like some kind of. She was like up on a crane filming something, but she looks exactly like uh, the from the Tomb Raider reboot from a few years ago. Like, it's got she's got the tank top and like the pants, and it's but she's kind of like roughed up, and she's got like bandages on her arms, and it's it looks I'm like they're so very excited. much taking it from that, which is exciting. I hope it's good. I really do. Well, after this, we'll have Shadow of the Tomb Raider, thanks to that guy who's working on a, a PowerPoint presentation in the subway. You saw that, right? Yes. And uh, to th- that knucklehead, and um, oh. and also Crystal Dynamics is going to be working on a Marvel game too there are other I think that there's maybe like two teams at Crystal Dynamics and um, that is big to me because that's part of like the Square Enix thing yes that they announced uh, so that is real. I you know it's basically you know because Crystal Dynamics games basically play like Uncharted games kind of mm-hmm. with but with more kind of RPG elements and uh, yeah I'm really excited so that wouldn't be the the Avengers game is being developed by uh, uh, the uh, Eidos Montreal Yes. So Crystal Dynamics is, I don't know what property they're developing. but It's interesting. Um, I saw an article. I don't recall where I saw it, but essentially Marvel's creating a cinematic universe in games now. And I'm like, okay, I heard that. I, that, would, that would be really good. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, Spider-Man. Yes. PS4. Um, so that would be really cool. Just any anything just... Um, just taking their own liberties with the license, just like Rocksteady was able to do with Batman, would be fantastic. Even though I kind of sometimes I miss movie-based games because those used to be such a thing, and then they weren't because they were <laughs> they were so bad for so long. They and were, then... but I mean, they, they, once in a while though, you would have your. I mean, I think of like a lot of the games I grew up playing. There was like the Super Star Wars games on Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. and the Indiana Jones game for Super Nintendo, and uh, Spider-Man Two. Um, Lion King on Super Nintendo. Yeah, Lion King and Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin. Those games were yeah. hard as hell, man. So it's once in a while you you, you get you get you get some good ones, and it was just like you know, being part of the hype. It's just like I, I get suckered in by that. So a diamond in the rough, and I, I agree. It, we we all get excited by it, and that's not a bad thing. We're passionate here, obviously. Now, what? Where do we start this topic? This is a tangent. Uh, that's it's it's all good. Games we were playing is what we were talking about. So. Oh, okay. Um, Rise of the Tomb Raider, I think, is where we started with that. Uh-huh. Um, I am currently playing ReCore, actually, on Xbox One. Oh, how about um, KJ Nafune, Mega Man? It, it's okay. It, it's it didn't not, get really good reviews. No, it didn't do great critically. I think that's about yeah. right. I think um, IGN gave it like a 7 out of 10. I think that's about what I'm feeling. Um, it was like $15 when I got it, and I don't regret uh, paying that, you know, yeah. right around Black Friday. So I'm playing that. It's fun. It, it's kind of a no-brainer at this point. 
Uh, what the hell? What am I playing? I think that's about it. I'm kind of trying to clear my palette for uh, a busy March. Uh, oh, I should mention I also picked up Lego Marvel again, which I, pl oh. I played like on PS3 back. Yeah, that, that was just another thing that came to mind that. Uh, Wait, the I've Avengers one or the first Lego, the Lego Marvel? Marvel? The actual okay. like one that's based on yes, yeah. the one that's based okay. on like the entire Marvel universe as a whole. I love which is great. I mean, that might be the best Lego game there so far. It's, it's very comprehensive. Good. Yeah, it's it's amazing. But anyway, yeah. So uh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> Were there so any other people? Any, have been playing anything? Anyone else? Uh, oh, I'm also playing Pokemon Sun. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I really want to try and beat this one, but like, I know it's just a Pokemon game, and I'm like, but Tails. <laughs> but it's fun, so it's good, right? Well, it is, but I like want to play these other games so I can review them. Yeah. You already did a review for Pokemon Sun, right? I did. Yeah, so I don't really need to rush through this one. That's yeah. that's how I feel sometimes. I'm like, okay, I got to get to this game so we can get a review, and then sometimes I'm like, oh wait, someone already reviewed it. I can just play it when I want it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like very leisurely. Got your back, Sam. It's, a, it's so cool. Oh my gosh, we're so media guys. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I think it's that like a thing. It's all. It's such a thing. Media. Anyway, <laughs> this uh, this is a good start, guys. I'm I'm excited about. Uh, where we're going here in terms of, of March with some big releases, but we'll save that for next segment. Uh, coming up, 2017 gaming predictions from our panel here. Uh, it's going to get crazy. I think there's going to be some interesting debate. We'll be back in just a moment. What's up, geeks? Just want to remind you of our fantastic YouTube channel. Next time you go to the Geekiverse on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. That way you don't have to search or hunt or find or look for anything that is our great content. Then it'll go right into your YouTube feed and then boom! You know what's happening when it comes to the Geekiverse. Then share it with your friends. We want other people to join in. And tell us if you don't like it. We don't care. We're just having fun. We want you to have fun with us. Be sure to subscribe, share, favorite, like, thumbs up, thumbs down, up, down, left, right. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. So let's get to the show. Geekiverse YouTube. Do it. Welcome back to Geek Scott Game. Good timing, Jeff. That was really good. Just saw it coming. I, I pointed at him. Thank you. For the folks at home. Visual aspect there <laughs> in an audio podcast. So makes perfect sense. It does. Uh, Twenty seventeen video game predictions. Uh, we've each got five. We're gonna tally these up. Come back in December and see how we did. Uh, we're doing this for the first time. I'm really excited about it. Um, I want to start right with Jeff. We're gonna go in a circle here. We'll we'll go one by one and just do one at a time. We'll try not to get off on too many tangents here. I know we like to talk, but uh, Jeff, what do you got? Number one. Number one. What's gonna happen this year? I'm going to say that the Nintendo Switch sells at least 10 million hardware units before the end of the year. Mm, wrong. Yeah, I'm going to say that's wrong because they already said that it was going to be Detroit Supply. That was my original prediction, by the way. I feel like I almost need to go next, so we're going to have to counterclockwise this, guys. I'm sorry. You do, what you okay. do you. I'll yeah, do me. The, uh, Seth is leaving. Uh, yeah, he's Seth leaving. is angry. Steve okay. Rogers is leaving the building. <laughs> <laughs> um. My first prediction, and I have to just do it, uh, Nintendo Switch will surpass 6 million units sold before year's end, despite a weak launch lineup. Okay. It's going to sell 2 million right away, simply because of pre-orders in Zelda. And they are not going to supply enough to retailers oh, they to get it out. They will throughout the summer, though, once Mario Kart and Splatoon are out. I, I disagree. It'll that. sell another 4 million so. between probably April-ish and you know holiday. And then definitely four million at holiday, especially with Super Mario Odyssey. I think that's a little lofty. 
Oh, it's going to do it. Trust me. No, no, no. While we're on the topic of, of Switch, I'll just get my Switch prediction out of the way. Um, I, I should have made, maybe made my prediction based on uh, how much it'll sell in the first year, but I estimate how much it'll sell in the first uh, quarter, so the first three months. Um, I would say about 4 million units in the first three months, uh, which is uh, a little above Wii U and uh, uh, not quite as much as the Wii. The Wii was f uh, almost 6 million in the first three months, and the Wii U was about 3.5 million. Um, and that despite quality hardware, a superb Zelda game, and stock initially selling out at launch, um, yeah, I think it'll be that kind of moderate performance at first. And then uh, in the long run, we'll have to see with the software lineup, with the with the support is there so your prediction is four million in the first quarter in the fr yeah okay. so like by june yeah because march april and then may because yeah you basically have all of march yeah. and then pre-orders yep. on top of that mm -hmm. to kind of give it that pad i guess yes sam okay. did you have a switch prediction or no uh, just while we're on the topic no okay just go to your first one then all right yeah we'll, we'll go to sam what's your uh your first 2017 prediction all right everyone hold back their laughter all right. but i'm hoping that at e3 square enix finally has a release date for Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> you know <Yeah>. what? <laughs> last Guardian came out last year. That's true. Final Fantasy 15, Shenmue 3. We're living in a, an age where anything can happen. Anything so it's a very good point. That's, yeah, that's not. I wouldn't laugh at that. Well, I would. No. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think There's we're like not tears that. behind the laughter because I. Why? <laughs> Sam is quite literally crying right now. Okay. So we're gonna get a release date, whether yeah. they hold to that or not. Yeah, yeah. I think that they're finally going to. They're gonna be. They're probably gonna be like holiday 2017, and then probably push it back. Okay. Question: yeah. Are we? Is that a release date? Are we? Oh. Okay. Okay. A I, real. I, a real release date. I'm just asking you, like, because <sighs> I agree with that. I think that's that's a fine thing, but it's a release window, really. It is. Okay, true. So, so should I predict an actual release date? I don't know. That might <sighs> be really lofty. Right? I don't think... Good I'm luck. I'm fine with Holiday. I, I think that would count. Yeah. I just want to know, like, what our criteria is for the end of the year. Like, because are, are we all going to bitch when we're like, oh, no. What if... Okay, <laughs> guys, this is even crazier. What if they announce that Kingdom Hearts 3 will come out for the Switch? Mm. It's possible. I mean, the... You're not asking a. I'm Setsuna. It's coming out for the Switch. That's true. There, yeah. There's there's Squeenix. Square Squeenix. Squeenix. <laughs> Squeenix. There's Squeenix support on the Switch. <laughs> right there. And God, I would say Kingdom Hearts is the kind of game that doesn't require a you know top of the line hardware to run it between its graphics and its you know size of the world. It's It'd be a like, good system to have it on. You're not talking about like Final Fantasy 15 uh, you know level of scope that the Switch would be asking to run. So yeah, I think Kingdom Hearts 3 is possible on it. All right. I like it. That's a solid first round. Jeff, what you got for your second prediction? I'm going to do something similar in that vein, but it's going to be more so Nintendo-oriented. I'm going to say that at E3 this year, Nintendo is going to announce a new Earthbound game for the Switch. Whoa. Hmm. That's We're getting lofty here. Yeah, that's that, that might be a little crazy. I never, but I, I James Lofton over there. I, uh, I think they're going to finally revive that franchise after... Elite, what is it, a decade and a half now at this point? Crazy. Yeah. That would be, yeah, that would be a bombshell. I think that'd be a really cool one for them to bring back, and I think they're going to finally give that one some life again. That makes sense. I was thinking that too. I actually, I joked it about was, that. It was mentioned with Reggie a couple weeks back in an interview. Someone asked him, What about Earthbound? What about Reggie? Metroid? He's like, uh, Come back to me in a couple months and we'll see what your answer is for Seriously? that. Yeah. Oh, that's very I mean, granted, Reggie, Reggie PS is a lot of things, but. <laughs> 
Oh, maybe so you got an inside scoop on one of your predictions. If he was as as de- deliberate as saying like check back with me, that's that's not quite that that's a lot more uh quantitative than like the Gabe Newell like Half-Life 3 like oh, oh yeah, I don't Half-Life. Know. And then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, we'll see. Someday, someday. All right. I um I've got a, a release window here. Xbox Scorpio will launch in October. Do you guys want me to put a date on it, or do you want me to leave it at that? I think October is perfect because it'll be right in time for the new Call of Duty. <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I think I'm not yeah. excited about Call of Duty. I actually hate that series. So, so yeah. Mountain Dew and Doritos over here. Yeah. Female <laughs> Jeff Keeley, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Except I'm not hitting on all of you, so. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff Keeley would be. <laughs> is that what you're saying? If you were females. Savage, you're savage. Not, Sam you're not calling here. Hideo Kojima at uh, three in the morning to see what he's up to. That man very. Hey much. Hideo, it's Jeff. So uh, I think October because Xbox has always come out in November, and I think they're going to switch things up to get out in front of the holidays just a little bit more. And because this is really, in my opinion, not really a new system. Rather, it's more of a PS4 Pro. I have a yeah, I have a Scorpio prediction. Um, okay. This year, maybe not at E3, they might hold their own event. Um, that yeah, it'll be revealed for its true name, which is not going to be Scorpio. It's going to be something else, and um, it'll be basically be a PS4 Pro like upgrade to the Xbox One. Um, supposedly, it's it will be more powerful than the PS4 Pro though, um, but it's not going to be such a insane power jump that it would be a new system and they've been saying so far unless they change their dialogue about it that it is going to be compatible with everything the xbox one ecosystem of games they just made an announcement um about it says xbox uh, xbox boss phil spencer has confirmed that the xbox one will see all new ip and exclusives in 2017 many of which could debut on project scorpio well no i mean then that would mean that they would just be new games yeah, yeah. So well, it sounds like that that might be the case. Nothing so. crazy there. There could be some smaller titles too. Yeah. Uh, but okay, so you're summarizing. Uh, your my, my prediction is just that uh, they'll reveal it. It'll be basically the Xbox's version of the PS4 Pro, but okay. b- uh, more powerful. And I think that's I'm fair. A, I'm a, I think a, the the name I think will be something less kind of like standard and clinical than like PS4 Pro. I think it'll be something a little more like. Xbox One, like Infinity or something like that. Like yeah, some, I think some, you're something right. a little more edgy, not edgy, but trendy, catchy. Yeah. they've got to find a way to differentiate it enough from the base model Xbox One without calling it a new system. I think they got to find a balance there. Yeah, so it, but it has to be Xbox One something. Right. Yeah. So we'll see. So uh, that's my second prediction. I can get behind that. Sam, what do you get? Uh, pricing. You and I were debating about this. You think that, like, what's your pricing? Can you? Is that your next prediction? That's my next one. Okay, so should we wait? Or yeah, why don't you... Okay, want me to do my prediction? Yeah, do yours. We'll um, get back to mine. I'm thinking, like... At the beginning, I was thinking of like a lofty goal, like five ninety nine, six ninety nine. Wow! Okay. But because of I think Miss like money bags over there. Well, no, I, I don't <laughs> want it to be. Are you kidding me? No, but because of the switch coming out and them having it only be at two ninety nine, I think that Microsoft's going to see this and maybe lower it a bit, maybe three ninety nine, four ninety nine around there. People so your it. range is three ninety nine to four ninety nine. Yes. Okay. Is oh, that a good range, yeah. or do I have to have a solid? I just want to be yeah. specific here because I have a very specific answer. That's that all. makes sense if it's supposed to be, you know, well, if my theory is correct, and it's supposed to be like the PS4 Pro, but more powerful, and the PS4 Pro is 
399, then uh, yeah, I think uh, 450 to 500 does make sense. I don't think it could be any more than 500, though. I think you're really stepping into some dangerous tor- uh, territory if you go any higher than yes, that. Yes, because uh, then you're getting into like it's like a high end kind of like niche thing. It, if it gets like it's a lot of money, was, like, you know, a lot PS3 of money to drop. made that mistake. All right, so let's do this. I'm gonna go right into my next one, Jeff. You do two in a row after that. Sure, because I have nothing to do with Scorpio. <laughs> no, Scorpio will cost 349 U.S. dollars. Is my prediction. So you think they'd undercut the PS4 Pro? I think they have to. Yeah. Because they got behind with I the Xbox know. One, and they're so far behind. I just don't think they can afford to if it's if it's if it's more powerful. Which I, everything I've heard uh, points to that being the case. I don't know if I buy that. I mean, they could if they are going to be having if they are announcing new IPs and exclusives for Xbox. Then I mean, if they do and they have a couple games that you can only get on Xbox and they're charging sixty dollars for them, or even more if it has like you know season pass content, maybe they could by making it up for the games. But then again, they could just charge an extra ten dollars for a controller. (laughs) (laughs) They they could do the Nintendo thing here and charge out the you know what for all their accessories. Yeah, not great. I. My thought was uh, originally, okay, this sounds like a $400 system. But then I thought, A, they want to undercut the PS4 Pro just a little bit. That's their direct competition with this. B, um, Xbox One was so pricey that I think they want to just go right right away. Change the perception? Perception, uh, fan-friendly, consumer-friendly in terms of pricing, and get some um, nice momentum going into next year so they can... Listen, they can say it doesn't matter all they want. Those rankings for PS4 and Xbox sales absolutely matter yeah, to do. Microsoft and Sony. They absolutely do. Otherwise, they wouldn't talk about them. And you know what? Microsoft often doesn't release their numbers. It's usually speculation yeah. because they're so far behind. Yeah, yeah. they stopped a couple of years ago. Exactly. Yeah. They always said them when they were the Xbox 360 and they were killing the PS3. Yeah. PS3 caught up and surpassed it, but that's my line of thinking there. So we're close. I thought you were going to say way higher. Originally. Oh no! I no, thought that's I mean, why I, I no. was going to undercut you by a lot. Okay. Yeah. Not as bad as I thought. Yeah. Okay. I know. I like. I was originally because I w- when they were first talking about it, and the way that they were making it sound, it sounded like it was like, um, like the Steam machine, like the Alienware ones. Yeah. Which those were retailing for like seven hundred to a thousand dollars. So I was like, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe, but it's those didn't v- sell very well either no. in a retail location. And um, I don't think, if they did make them that much, I don't think people would buy them. I don't think so. I think the most, absolute most I'd like to pay for this would probably be 400 if yeah. I'm upgrading. 350 yeah. is ideal. They mi- and you know what? They might just make it 400 They might not undercut them just knowing that it's going to have better specs than the PS4. They might be counting on that just to get the edge over them. That's true. You know, And if it's Christmas time... As terrible as it sounds, parents don't really care about the cost. They just want to get their kid what they want for Christmas. They can also up the price and include a game and have the perception of it being cheaper. Yeah. One of the games that they own, perhaps yeah. like Gears of War, maybe a, a remastered or, edition. Or it could be Halo Wars too. Sure. Yeah. Sure. They, I mean, they don't really have a huge game ex- uh, exclusive that's coming out this fall. I think they're trying to have Crackdown no. yeah. come out, but that's not like Halo yeah. or Gears of War. Uh, but that's. Maybe that's what E3 is for. Here. Oh, okay. You got something. I do. So, uh, <laughs> Jeff, why don't we go back to you? We skipped you, so... All right. Yeah, that, no, that's cool. Uh, first one's a little vanilla. Uh, I'm going to say Pokemon Sun and Moon will be the highest-selling 3DS games for this year, despite that they released last year. 
Okay. What they did last year in the six weeks, I think it was, that it was out for 2016 was insane. Over 14.5 million copies sold, already made it the third highest selling 3DS games. Only behind, I believe, Pokemon XY and I want to say it was one of the Mario games. But it, it's obvious that it's going to catch those those two and be the highest selling 3DS games ever. Gotcha. Which is crazy. I mean, it also crazy me consider it's the third series of Pokemon games on the system this generation. No, I, I can get behind that. See, I, I really feel like your argument or your prediction has no validation. It does have validation because I don't feel like there's any good games coming out this year for 3DS. There's plenty. Are you kidding me? Monster like, Hunter Double Cross, Dragon Quest Eleven, that would new, fi- sell new like, fire, new fire emblem. That would sell like Pokemon Sun and Moon, though. That's. Are we talking uh, critically good or commercially good? Well, commercially good, commercially good, because. Okay. Yeah, I just listed yeah. two games that sell like wildfire in Japan, and I already have a fan base over in America. But Breath I still think fire. that Pokemon. Sun and Moon oh, Breath of the Wildfire, wildfire right? Yeah. Is that the expansion <laughs> for <laughs> Zelda? The kids the M-rated edition of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with you, Jeff. I think that it will outsell anything else yeah. coming out for the 3DS. 3DS still has some life in it. Oh, no, I absolutely believe it does, too. I don't look at the 3DS and the uh, Switches being kind of mutually exclusive. I think, uh, I know you think, I think you think that the 3DS is... What do you think I think? What he thought, that the 3DS is going to kind of just fade away with the Switch coming out. I think that's still going to have some life for a number of years on it as its own system. I think it'll last through 2017 quite well. I think it goes I, I through see 2019. Uh, I, I would I'd say that's a little bit of a reach. I would hope it does. I really don't want to. It'll definitely. I, I would say it sells another 10 million units this year at least. Sam, you're getting a switch. Let's face it. No, I'm Jeff not, said I you're getting a switch. Not She's getting, getting a switch. switch. He's She's pre-ordering getting a switch. switch. You owe him money. Yeah, I really need that 300 <laughs> bucks actually. I actually still have mine pre-ordered. <laughs> Do you really? I, really I told do. you she's getting oh, it. Yeah. You should sell it. The pre-order. Oh, you can so make some money. Trouble. Anyone, anyone <laughs> out there, if you want the switch and you didn't get it, Sam is selling it for a uh, a cool four ninety nine. Yeah, oh, I'm I know. selling one too for forty four, <laughs> and I have an Amazon pre-order that I'm probably going to cancel. Interesting. I know some people that absolutely despise the what do you call it, like scalping. I'm not scalping. Okay, I just don't okay. know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know some people that really get irked when they oh, hear you about mean that. people who resell them. Yes. Oh yeah. Go oh, buy a pre-order when it gets that. sold out, and then yeah, you can get this for 500 bucks. Here's my thing. They shouldn't be mad at the scalpers. They should be mad at the people who are actually paying the 4.99.99. That's their fault. They should be mad at themselves for creating false demand. Is what they should be mad <laughs> yeah, at. Yeah. You should be. You should be mad at Nintendo for not letting everyone have a Switch in their home. <laughs> They should just be giving them away. Yeah, why even sell them? Just give them all away. Let's just give away our work. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, next prediction. Yes, this one is not really. Well, it's kind of related to Nintendo. Um, I'm going to say Shocker. that <laughs> either Sony or Microsoft are will are going to announce initiatives for software on mobile phones and smart devices this year. Maybe the software won't release this year, but they're going to announce some kind of plan for that. That's a great prediction. I They've got to get in the market. Yep, I think they're going to follow Nintendo's lead on that a little so bit. So you think actual mobile games not like companion apps for games yeah like actual, actual mobile, like you know, mobile like games. a fire emblem heroes like or a Halo pokemon Wars. Go. I don't yeah know. i don't i don't see there's that. so much money to be made there man i've always man. thought microsoft should get into some sort of handheld market and um they probably don't have the clout to do so but they have windows phones you know you could go there with it can you imagine a mobile halo wars that's exactly that's what i'm saying that's a perfect like, kind of game yeah, for exactly. mobile that would be platform amazing right? Microsoft, hire me. No, just kidding. <laughs> hire Sam Zinski as your head of marketing. Yeah. 
Phil Spencer, if you're listening, which yeah. you know maybe you're not, but if you are, yes, there you go. <laughs> so I mean, it's um, I, mean, I don't t- know. I just imagine like we get to E3, like Sony, Microsoft on stage, or like here's our mobile game section of the presentation. Like I don't who know. Says maybe, that, who maybe, who maybe says I that I to be part of the big presentation? Oh yeah, I don't know. I'm pro- I'm projecting. I. Uh, I no, I I personally don't see that, but um, yeah, there's an argument to be made there. Would you want it? I wouldn't. I really don't play mobile stuff, so that's just my my disposition. Mm. So I'm absolutely the same way. I hate mobile gaming, so for me to download says this, the person who is obsessed with she's Fire Emblem Heroes right, right now. now and loving it. You know what? Because I would not have downloaded it, Joe, had you not told me. <laughs> she walks in tonight all excited. I got Corin. I got Corin the other day, Jeff. Oh my God! Listen. I, uh, I can't wait to get Marth and Roy you and Hector what? and Lynn. You know what's going to kill me? She's throw that heater at your head. <laughs> no, I don't want to hurt the heater. <laughs> 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 no, I, uh, I'm i actually really upset because uh, Nintendo, the rumor about the Animal Crossing mobile game, I'm like, Nintendo, what are you doing to my data? <laughs> and what rumor is that for the folks at home? Oh, uh, yeah, they're going to be making a mobile Animal Crossing game. Yes. Yeah. And what I always thought was... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay, I thought you had something a little bit... Oh, <laughs> no, mind. no, they don't... Um, I think they said that it was supposedly coming out in 2017, but as of right now, uh, they th- maybe they'll have some more announcement about it at E3, you know, with their, their the Nintendo mobile game section. <laughs> I think the original plan was they wanted it to come out last year, same with Fire Emblem, but yeah. just for whatever reason, it got pushed back. So, I mean, maybe this year. Yeah. I mean, Fire Emblem was couple weeks ago now or last week uh the second so i mean yeah it's i think it's feasible that animal crossing comes out this year yeah i always thought nintendo should partner with some of the cell phone conglomerates out there and really kill it with data oh like like verizon t-mobile yeah oh yeah they could make a killing on that yeah <laughs> sorry that was a bad idea for consumers yeah yeah we're just gonna really edit that bad. part of the podcast really bad oh, no evil. verizon and like AT&T are like, yes, look at all these overages charges. Can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Release another Pokemon now. Yes. All right. So that was four for you, Jeff? Correct. Okay. My number four. um, Halo 6 will be announced at E3, but not for a Scorpio release this fall, a holiday 2018 launch. Originally, I thought, how great would that be for Microsoft and Xbox fans if they were able to get Halo 6 this fall? I think they're going to stick with tradition there and give it some time to breathe and try to hype it that a little bit. That big of a game can have doesn't need to have that kind of a quick turnaround. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I maybe. think. Uh, I mean, Halo Five came out 2013? 2014? Mm-hmm. 2014, yep. 2014. So yeah, take your time with it. I think I think 2018 is the next logical choice there. I mean, we don't want like another broken Halo to come out. <laughs> yeah, Master Chief Collection was. Uh, oh my gosh. I got that day one, and the matchmaking was so frustrating. You would sit, you could feasibly sit for hours. I let mine sit for probably 20 minutes without finding a, anything, and I'm like, really? This works on my original Xbox, <laughs> if it were still up and running on servers. But you get the picture. Yeah. Um, Halo Five, I thought was really solid in terms of launch and online, and they corrected a lot of things that they failed miserably at at Master Chief's launch. So I'm not worried about it. Uh, of course, there's always that in the back of your head that says am i going to be able to play this online the night i get it who knows time will tell uh seth okay so i we're on round four yep. i've given two should i give two this time or wait or how should i do this do just, it. just go for it all right dealer's choice i have an ea prediction a ubisoft prediction and a rockstar games prediction wait rockstar. 
You already, I already alluded to this one earlier. I think Red Dead Redemption 2, which is currently slated for a fall 2017 release, will slip to spring 2018 release <gasps> window, which is common for Rockstar. I think uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 had like the same exact kind of delay, how it went from fall in the next spring. Grand Theft Auto 5 was delayed by at least a month. Uh, Red Dead Redemption was. So, Max Payne um, was also delayed. Max Payne 3 was uh, only a few well, months. I, I, that was like a that game was kind of like in uh, development hell for a while, but uh, the actual you, you're saying once they announced a release date, it was mm -hmm. an, okay. Once they had a set release date, it was March of that year, and I think it came out May, which wasn't too bad. Yeah, so I think that's uh, that's likely. Uh, you know, that's it's relatively they they announce it a year before it comes out. It's that that one could definitely slip. I feel and like I think that it one's will. coming out on time for some reason. I totally see your point, and it's absolutely valid, but I. Just get this feeling it's coming this year. Also, with like, it, there's probably going to be Red Dead Online with it, just like the way Grand Theft yep. Auto Online. Um, I just feel like, even though they really, you know, have a handle on how how to do that now, I, the, the Grand Theft Auto Online had a very messy launch. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That, I I think it's going to slip. But uh, but other than that, let me throw in uh, let me throw in an Ubisoft prediction. Okay. Uh, probably E3, new Assassin's Creed will be announced. Set in ancient Egypt, and it'll be announced for a fall 2017 release. That is, would be awesome. I think is, that's a safe bet. That's what the rumors currently point to. Uh, they took a year off. Wise decision. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think right now the rumored title is Assassin's Creed Empire, although those rumored titles always end up being something different. I think uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate was originally called Assassin's Creed Victory, at least in like leaked uh, mm -hmm. documents. But uh, the Egypt thing is, um, people have been asking about that for a while, and it uh, seems like a safe bet. Egypt, yeah, they've been talking about that as a, a perfect place for Assassin's Creed for probably since before, goodness, Assassin's Creed 3. So I, I can imagine that that's happening. That'd be um, such a cool oh setting. Yeah, the I love that. Is there setting. any chance there's not an Assassin's Creed this fall? I mean, they took a year off. They're probably I mean, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Do you think that like, well, because what I think they were doing for the Assassin's Creed was because they were doing it every year. They were doing a new one, but it seemed like there was different studios that were kind of making it sort of like Call of Duty. Like they had Treyarch who made one yeah. Grand or Call of Duty, and then they had um, Infinity Ward would make another Call of Duty, so that they would just keep pumping them out every year. And I feel that that was the same because the difference between Assassin's Creed 3 and Assassin's Creed 4 is huge. And uh, Syndicate and, and Unity, Unity were very different. Drastically different. But the thing is, is that 4 was really good. Syndicate was really good. So hopefully this year off means that the, the um, development team that was behind 4 and Syndicate are the ones doing Egypt. I agree with that. Yeah. And I think another factor there was the movie coming out this year. They wanted to just kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know. Shed some promotional light on that. Did anyone see that here? No, and I meant to. Uh, I I know it wasn't probably going to be great, and it didn't critically do well. I yeah. still want to see it, though. Yeah, I do, too. We actually <laughs> just got a Kindle Fire Stick, and we're going <gasps> to... Don't say it. I'm not going to say it, but I might watch it on there. <laughs> I might do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. reason. Yeah. yeah. Even uh, though I did a geek bit about it and everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, right. That's yeah, right. Long story short, I was like trying to get my sister to go see it with me, and then our schedules never ended up meshing over the holiday season, so it just didn't happen. It's kind of where I was at, and I clearly didn't make it a priority and care enough to get there, which unfortunate, but a big movie came out the same week in Rogue One, so, you know, yeah. what the hell? Which, <laughs> honestly, is pretty sad. I saw it three times. <laughs> saw it three times? Yeah. Wow, me too. All right, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, only saw, I only saw it two times. Oh, what a noob. Okay. Come over, it's okay, watch it on my Kindle. Fire stick. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it is criminally released right now. Um, okay. 
Sam, what do you got? Um, well, it was kind of going off of what Seth was saying about the Red Dead release. I believe that it will be coming out in fall. But if it does not come out, because I think it'll come out in October. It's usually September or October the Rockstar games come out because they like to get ahead over mm-hmm. any other games that are going to be releasing in uh, for Christmas time. Um, but if it does get pushed back, I don't think they're going to release it in the spring. I honestly think they'd wait another year. Why not? Why not? Why, not? Why do you think they would... It's because they can afford to because they have all the money in the world. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. They could release that game whenever they want. They could release it on Christmas Day, and it yeah. would still blow yeah. away records yeah. <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto V sold more in 2016 than it did in 2015. They just they just announced. That game came out like three or four years ago. Okay, How did they do nuts. that? I still worked at GameStop when that was announced. Well, <laughs> I think they said it was the third highest selling game over the holiday, like in December or something well, like that. To be fair, people like Andrew Garvey have bought it four times. <laughs> he bought it four times. That it's he on, bought it, it's bought on it every system, basically. It really is. PC, PS3, PS4, PS4, Xbox One, I think he bought it for, which and was hilarious. Yeah. Yep, yep. So. Yeah. Those There's games sell, man. But it was on sale for a lot of it, too. Mm-hmm. It's been going on sale well, more. If you go to the, any store, it's still fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Really? In a, in yeah, a lot of cases. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it's, like, periodically going on sale. Like, it'll be like 40 like for, like, a week, and then it'll be 60 for three, then it'll be at 40 again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no reason for Rockstar to drop the price when the demand is still there. Yeah, yeah that's, like, that's like Mario games. Yeah, like or Zelda years games. Years after, yep. like, Mario Galaxy comes out, I st- it's still, like, 50, 60 bucks. Oh, yeah. Um... Yeah, with Ra- I mean, e- even though Rockstar could afford to wait another year to release it, I mean, they said fall 2017, so people are going to be very unhappy mm-hmm. if it's like, oh, no, we're, we're pushing back a year. Like, that's kind of unheard of to have that kind of pushback, you know? I so that's why. I, th- would, I think they would try to get it out in 2017. If it doesn't come out in fall, maybe closer to Christmas. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, your initial yeah. prediction is fall, so, yeah. um, okay. But, Th- okay, so you predict yeah. it'll come out this fall, and if it gets delayed, it's not. It's going a full year, basically. Yeah, okay. I feel like they would do whatever it takes to get it out in fall, even do that thing that they did with Grand Theft Auto V, where they released the game and Grand Theft Auto Online wasn't up yet. Remember, it took them a month before yeah. Grand Theft Auto Online was actually up. And, and frankly, they don't have to. Again, they can do what they want. Um, People yeah. will still buy the game. Well, yes. so also, yeah. to be fair, you've got a huge single-player game ahead of you yes so yeah you, it's not like you're gonna be like well i'm done in six hours you know yeah, yeah. you could put some time into it and not see online for a long time really um i don't know i Do i you think think they'll charge for online no 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 good yeah they rockstar don't <laughs> we are giving horrible ideas tonight well, like, don't what are listen like, to this i mean what are like i mean in terms of console games that charge for online like i, I can't think of many like like there was the DC Universe MMO, which at first charged for online. Eventually, I mean, free to play. Are there any other games that do that and have done that on console? Not recently. Not recently. Elder Scrolls Online was until Sony and uh, Microsoft fought them about it because you're already paying for an online subscription. Why would, should you have to pay for their subscription to sure. the game? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, th- they do make a ton of money just off microtransactions. They don't need to. No, they don't need to. I agree. Jeff. Uh, Last prediction here. Yep. What have you got coming I'm, up here? I'm going to say that Super Mario Odyssey will be the highest selling piece of software for the Switch this year. No. More than Zelda? Oh, no. Yes. I no. Fight you. No, Zelda all the way. Yeah. I don't know. There's logic Ma- behind that. Mario Ma- is Mario has more accessible. Won- yep. it's it, I personally am not a huge Zelda guy, but I, I would be more inclined to play a Mario game I'll say personally. This. I think Mario, Mario, Mario always comes out. 
It's going to. That's a huge holiday They're title for that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Mario is a huge, huge reach. My, I agree with Jeff in that Mario has a bigger reach to the casual fan. But who's buying the Switch? Hardcore fans. Yes. So that's why I think why Zelda will buying, stay ahead of it. Uh, yeah, why are they buying oh, the Switch? Oh, no. Mario always outsells Zelda. I think you may have a different story on your hands this year. Also depends when Mario comes out, if it comes out, according to Sam. Yes. Um, because Zelda is going to have at least, uh, I would say, what, a four or five month head start? True. However, there is, as you guys also said, there is going to be a limited amount of Switches out for these first couple months. So there's that to keep in mind. And I would say that every Switch that sold at Holiday, most of those are going to be bought with Super Mario Odyssey. Because if you're buying a Switch for the first time, then you're going to be looking at what's the big game that's out now. And it's going to be Mario Odyssey. Mar Mario is a huge, huge property for Nintendo, even more so than Zelda. Zelda may be more revered because when you hear Zelda, oh, you know, nobody dislikes Zelda. But Mario has huge, huge, you know, appeal. Um, it also is tricky because uh, Zelda is coming out on two platforms at launch. That, well, I Wait, mean, hang on. We, what was we... your prediction that it would outsell in general or for the Switch? I'm sorry. I think you said the Switch. I did say for the Switch. Um, I think it'll outsell it even in general, too. I, I, honestly, I don't see too many Wii U versions of Breath of the Wild being sold. I don't it's going to be like the GameCube version exactly. of Twilight That's going to become a rarity. Exactly. So yeah. there's, what, 14 million units sold, something like that for I don't, Wii U? I, I think even less than that, actually. I think it's a little I more think it's than 13 to, million. Yeah. I think it's about 13, yeah. if not. I mean, when... Let's look at it this way. When Twilight Princess came out for Wii and GameCube, there were well over 20 million GameCubes out in the world. Twilight Princess ended up selling 1.5 million on that and like 7.5 million on the Wii. Okay. So you take a number of uh, consoles, even less than GameCube then, um, and I, I, I don't see Breath of the Wild selling too, too much on the Wii U. Um, I don't know. It's, that's the most polarizing prediction, I think, so I'm, I'm with Pollock on that. Mario's big, man, especially now this one. Like, this is basically Breath of the Wild for Mario. It's huge. It's expansive. It's the most ambitious 3D Mario we've ever seen. It's got that appeal. You know, Mario in the real world now. You know, Mario in whatever this, you know, real world city is. It's going to have that hook, I think. I can already see the Black Friday bundle that comes with Mario Odyssey, but there's only, like, two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Each store has two. That's it. That is it. I don't know. Uh, I, I think we can agree, though, it's going to be close in, in terms of Mario and Zelda. Yes. Right? Oh, definitely. It would be really funny, and this sounds terrible, if it wasn't either of them. It was like Super Mario Kart Deluxe. One-two punch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's one-two switch and Damn arms. Damn yeah, did I say punch? I didn't mean punch. <laughs> Shit. Or Bomberman. Like <laughs> Mar I mean, Mario Kart Deluxe might. That's gonna. I think that could be like in a number three slot for the year. Okay, now we're just talking crazy. I don't know. I uh, I can't wait to see now. We may have to push this back to January or, of next year. Or, or, or the um, their prediction is that Skyrim supposedly coming out for the Switch in the fall. Mm -hmm. Well, I think oh, it that's is. Confirmed. It is right. Isn't that confirmed? That's confirmed. We have no timetable on the release. Honey, that's though. confirmed. Oh. That ain't a prediction. Yeah, it said fall, but it didn't say when in fall. Yeah, so get off her back. Jeez, Louise. All right, go my buy your Switch already. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Uh, my. Last prediction here, probably a safe one, I will say, but uh, Destiny 2 will not just be announced at E3. It's going to leak shortly before E3 oh, and will release, yep. <laughs> get this, September 12th, 2017. I'm wow. going very specific on that one. Why, is, why, why that date? Original Destiny came out September 11th, and one year later on that Tuesday release date, the first expansion for it came out. Interesting. So I didn't they realize like they September, huh? They like that weekend. Bungie likes it. That's so. true, yeah. Halo so and all that. So if you were Rockstar, would you have Red Dead come out 
around the same time. I would put it the same day to spite them, <laughs> because they could do, yeah. like I said, whatever they want. Red yeah. Dead no would game win that battle. Is getting in front of Red Dead. No, it's not. Nothing. Like, pick a game anywhere that someone could announce right now. I don't think it would no. compete with it. So, um, that's my prediction with it. I, like I said, I'm sure we're gonna get Destiny this year. That's not crazy, but September 12th. Can book I make it. A, another prediction? Sure. Rockstar new IP. Agent. They're going to announce one? The agent. The agent. Yep. Oh, is that what you meant? No, I had no idea. No. Yeah. That's like a that's like an LA Noir type of thing. They announced that this game called The Agent back in like 360 PS3 and um, I think it was supposed to be a PS3 exclusive and they and then disappeared off the face of the earth and LA Noir eventually reemerged and became an actual game, but uh, Agent that's like one of those uh, it's like one of those mythical games that like is just still you know it's like half like three people always bring it up oh is this the year you know the agent but you're talking a new ip do you have something specific in mind i i don't but i would like uh, i can get behind whatever rockstar kind of bioware is gonna announce a new ip very oh shortly gosh. too which oh is exciting gosh. yeah they, they even said that they're like give us some time to get mass effect out launched and out the door basically for a few months and then we're gonna slap you with a new ip e3 Dragon. probably no, new IP. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a new IP. Dragon effect. <laughs> Can you imagine? dragons and space. <laughs> and it would sell so much. <laughs> Jeff just money. crapped himself <laughs> over there. <laughs> Jeff is on the floor. Okay. Got a King Go- I got a King Ghidorah thing over here. Left 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 I'm thinking there we King go. Ghidorah over there. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> is it Monster from Planet X? Am I getting that? Uh, or in... Am I getting that name right? Yeah, there was. Yeah, that I know. I had several different titles. Invasion of the Astro Monster. Invasion yeah, of the, the Astro Monster. Yeah, the one time Godzilla fought in space. Yes. Yeah. And Rodan was with them too. Are you done yes. with yours? Did you, or do you have another prediction? Oh yeah, I had one more. Okay. Gotcha. Mine's also kind of safe. Uh, EA St- Star Wars Battlefront Donut. T- Sorry, I rolled up the. Does that want a donut? So stop uh, the presses, everybody. That's right. <laughs> I uh, feel, excuse me, I'm going to get my angel That's a That's donut. a much better success rate than your wife if I... Uh, oh, she's brutally bad at it. <laughs> she was uh, two for 28 last year or something crazy. Like, that's not If right. it's possible to be bad at random chance, is, she, she is. <laughs> so was it Lauren that posted that picture of the cup that said, please play again on it, and like with duct tape on it? or the? <laughs> yeah. It's like, so I can just drink my coffee and be at peace. Yes, it's her practicing basically um, being emotionally okay with losing. <laughs> so she, she's taped it to a ceramic mug. <laughs> she is a smart psychological gal, that one. <laughs> but, uh, Seth, yeah. but anyway, uh, EA, probably at E3, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, which we already know is coming out in fall of 2017 uh they'll announce that and uh they've talked up a lot about how it's gonna have a single player because the last game didn't really have that so i think uh it'll have a single player story mode that follows like a squad who lived through the events of the clone wars and the galactic civil war and it'll take place a little bit in each of those eras that's what i that's my prediction i totally agree trevor and i talked a little bit about that on walking carpet actually um because they confirmed that there's going to be a campaign that takes place in two eras uh oh yes okay so a lot like the original Star Wars Battlefront 2, which the I first, right? thought that was a great story in terms of kind of Star Wars lore. Yes. Uh, you follow a storm or a clone trooper who becomes a stormtrooper basically and sees the the Republic and all the monstrosities and becoming the Empire. Anyway, uh, I I can get behind that. Yeah, I think that's and it, legitimate. They could take an inspiration from some of the newer books uh, like Twilight Company or Lost Stars, and when it comes to like foot soldiers or random people kind of being along for the ride and all these major events. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's what I got. That's my last prediction. I like that. I can get behind it for sure. Yeah, it's pretty safe. Sam? Sam? I actually had Star Wars as one of my predictions. And I did not. Well, well. Look at you guys. Oh yeah. my gosh. I they grow up so fast. And he's wearing like a um, Star Wars, uh, what would you call it? That's all. Like, a, la- like, a, like varsity a measurement of varsity yeah. jacket. Yeah. It yes. was, uh, this is a 2X, believe it or not. Yeah, that cuff is huge. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was, uh, it was $8 at JCPenney, so it's become my in-studio jacket, basically, because yeah. it's the only place I can wear it and not look ridiculous. So what's your prediction? Is this the last prediction, by the yeah. way? I feel like I made like three of them like in tandem, but I, I yelled out real quickly, Left 4 Dead 3, but I could get behind some 4v4 uh, like zombie killing. Or n- yeah. I thought that you said this was Star Wars related. Oh, well, I just wanted a new Star Wars game. That's all. Like, <laughs> Don't we all? Zo- with zombies? Well, I wanted to make a prediction about Amy Hennig's uh, or v- Visceral's Star Wars game hopefully getting announced this month, but I don't know. Was was that the sh- the game we saw an image from last year? We did we saw like a little bit of video. That was EA. Was it Visceral's though? Do we remember? Yes. Okay. It, it was EA's press conference was like basically a series of like games they won't show you, but they'll talk about. Two uh, years in a row. EA now. does that because uh, they did yeah. Battlefront two years oh, no, ago. I think it was two years before that they did. They showed them them making Battlefront, but they didn't actually show anything from it. They did that with Mass Effect this year, oh, this past okay. year, and yeah. it was like really. All right, yeah, a Darth Maul game. Okay, oh. the one that maybe yes. was canceled. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Or thirteen thirteen. Well, we know that. Uh, uh, there's what studios are there working on Star Wars games? Titan Visceral. Uh, respawn. Yeah, respawn. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I, I hope this is the year. Get a, ta- a tangent. I hope this is the year that um, yeah, Visceral Star Wars game gets released. Cause Isn't there a third? Amy Hennig on that. Um, really excited about that. Rumors about it being about like. Thirteen thirteen was Bulba, wasn't it? Yeah, thirteen thirteen would have been a Boba Fett game. Was a Boba Fett. Yes, and then it was. The other canceled game was a Darth Maul one that was early in development. Yeah. Yeah, thirteen thirteen was actually announced and was going to happen. Yeah. <sighs> or the Disney acquisition. I can definitely see Disney kind of. What if Disney came up with their like, their own video game studio? They got rid of uh, Infinity. Well, uh, no, because I think they, uh, from what I understand, one of the that's one of the things that went along with the cancellation of Disney Infinity is that they've found that doing that having the Disney Interactive doesn't work out as well because they and they want to instead partner with the top studios to make the best games which is why Marvel is partnering with Insomniac and Square Enix now so I feel I feel like they're moving away from that yeah they, uh-huh. they're switching the yeah. the license model basically with what they're doing with Star Wars so EA has that license for a decade and I think they're gonna do that like what we're seeing with Marvel maybe some other properties down the line so Disney give EA your money so that they can make a good Star Wars game. I think we're going to get a good one with Visceral. I, uh, yes. If, if well, it's Visceral is part of EA. Well, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Is it's published I, by EA Development. Yeah. I think it's going to be good no matter what it is because you've got Amy Hennig, first yes, of all, yes. which is fantastic. So you know Love the story is going to be good. Yes. The gameplay is good if it's anything like Dead Space. Oh, that yes. was always good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you know, All three games were a little bit different, but it was always pretty consistent in terms of quality. Yes. And uh, it's been in the works for a while, too. So I feel yes, like they're has. taking their time with it. And... Uh, it's just it's it's time. I'm ready. I think that might uh, be like a release for next year because they don't want to s- stop over Battlefront Two and Episode Eight's spotlight this year. Oh yeah, so. good point. Spring maybe. So yeah, oh, okay. I think that's um, 
maybe somewhere around the Han Solo movie next year. But ah, yeah. uh, I had I had heard an early rumor that the visceral game was was about Han Solo, but uh, what Ooh. we're seeing, what we're I don't think that's going to happen. I do maybe think it's going to follow. I'm hearing multiple protagonists as a rumor, and that it's going to follow like like criminal types, maybe Han Solo like characters, but not Han Solo specifically. But gotcha. it, would, it would go along well so with maybe that smugglers, release. possibly bounty hunter yeah. like characters. Yeah, uh, uh, sign me up. I'm an easy target when it comes to Star Wars. Um, is that it, Sam? Oh, no, but okay. I would love it if Bioware made a console Star Wars game. I would love if they Ooh. would bring the Old Republic to PS4 and Xbox, and I don't think it's out of the question. No, it at all. definitely isn't. Because we see big games like Elder Scrolls on there, mm-hmm. Diablo. You know, I think you could do it. Yeah, They're I agree. Maybe with Scorpio. Ooh. Yeah. Ah. That would be good. <laughs> Um, and then Sam uh, had a great idea earlier that we should all project what we think the overall critically acclaimed game of the year is going to be. Obviously, a lot of titles we mentioned would be in the running uh, feasibly, but what uh, what do you think is going to end up standing tallest? Maybe what, how do we want to do this? Most units sold or Metacritic score? Like what what do we want to grade? I'm out thinking here? like Game of the Year awards type yeah, of thing critically. How can we measure that? I'm thinking um, that's a that's a tough one. Well, either Metacritic or Open Critic. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. All right. So one of those two. We'll figure it out at some point here. Uh, we'll start with Jeff. What What do you think? End all, be all. It's going to be game of the year. No one's going to be surprised by this. Okay. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Okay. Very good. <sighs> so I had uh, three on my short list, including Zelda. Um, darn right I, you did. Darn right you did. I'm going to go with <laughs> Mass Effect Andromeda. It's a good choice. Nah. I'm, I'm, it's a heck of a March, man. It is a very, very good you March. You have the there. two best games of the year possibly <laughs> coming out in March. Like that's insane. Unbelievable. What is, um, what is the cutoff for game of the year for 2017? They usually do it. I want to say they've got their first, first or second week of, week of November. Because I feel like there's been games that have released late November that don't get included in that. I think it's just because they're not good. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, honestly, they usually have their game selected by, if you were talking Game Awards, for example, mm-hmm. that's what, December 7th? So they've already got it picked by then. Right. Yeah. Um, Could be at the end of, no. I mean, Call of Duty usually is the signal of the end of the gaming season almost. Yeah. That comes out first or second week in November every year. And they always include it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I think kind of Call of Duty or Assassin's Creed, because that usually is right around there, too, yeah. if uh, if that comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. So Zelda, Mass Effect, Seth. Seth? I will say, I would say Red Dead if I didn't think that it was going to get pushed back. So I will instead... Uh, I don't. I don't think this is actually going to win, but I want to be different and uh, pick something I, kn- I know. I know is something that is already out and has reviewed very well, which is Resident Evil Seven. Okay. I think Resident Evil. I, I think it'll be in a lot of Game of the Year discussions. I don't think it'll get a lot of Game of the Year rewards. I think Zelda and Mass Effect will both surpass it, but I think uh, Resident Evil will be up there though. It's currently hanging on like an 86 Metacritic rating. So very good. Yeah. That's so it is really good. good, especially for yeah Resident Evil game and uh, yeah. So uh, plus, I yeah. heard the Geekiverse gave it a nine, which is crazy. <laughs> they what? Uh, where'd you hear that? <laughs> I think you told me. <laughs> oh, he has insider knowledge or something. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'll say I'll say Resident Evil. 7. I like it. I like it. Do you think it coming out in January holds it back in terms of voters forgetting about it? Is very po- it's very possible. But I mean, last year Uncharted Four ran away with a lot of awards, and that came out in like April. So fair point. Yeah. All right, Sam, what do you got? 
Um, I'm going to, same thing with Seth. I would totally vote Red Dead if it had a solid release date of like September or October. But because we're kind of wishy-washy about when it's actually coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to say Zelda with my entire heart, but it's so like, it's just, Mass Effect is going to just overtake it. Ooh. Yeah, that, that's how You're I feel. You're dead to me. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jeff. Sam, you are my best friend. I'm sorry, Jeff. But I feel like... We don't need him, all right? I feel like Mass Effect is just, I don't know, it's going to get more acclaim than Zelda, which is terrible. Like, well, for what it it's worth, it'll, it'll be on more systems. Uh, you know, you're going to have Xbox, PS4, you're going to have PC. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily mean a lot, but you if it, if it's as good as Zelda, you're going to have more people playing it. See, I feel like if Zelda has Zelda ever won a game of the year before? Oh yeah, are you kidding me? Which game? Twilight Princess, Ocarina of Time, even Skyward Sword. And again, we're, won we're a talking lot. different outlets giving the game of the year too. So that's yeah. true. You know, even that's Skyward Sword won a lot of game of the year awards, and Skyward Sword is. Well, I mean, is there like one set. game that's voted game of the year? No, it's no? not like that. It, no, I mean, this isn't the Oscars or anything like that. <laughs> Best game. Picture. I do typically <laughs> like how. I think the game awards is typically a pretty good gauge. Not always. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a damn sight better than the Spike. Game Awards were. Remember that? Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> Farce. Yeah, that yeah. was. Oh, don't remind me. <laughs> that was. So yeah. There, what was the well VGX? That was just horrible. VGX was just one year. It was the yeah. It was the Spike Video Game Awards, but online, and it was just a oh. series of awkward interactions between Jeff Keighley and Joel McKay. It was <laughs> so bad. That's right. It that was, was the one they didn't even put on TV, was it? No, I turned it off. It was streamed. It only. was Joel McHale, like kind of just making fun of Jeff Keighley. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not, you know, that's not a terrible thing. But he was like angry, kind of like, why the hell am I here? I'm just getting paid enough to be here. I yeah. don't know. It was awkward. Yeah. Joel McHale has that really dry, sardonic sense of humor that I like. I personally really like Joel McHale. But, um, I think Keeley, for what it's worth, has done a good job because he basically funds this. I mean, yeah. he gets sponsors now. But he's, he started it. Yeah. The he, new iteration of it. Yeah. I mean, he's... He's just gotten that reputation of the 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 Dorito Pope reputation, and it's just like, you know, there's that you know the video of of of, of him just just sitting there like with these lifeless eyes next to like a bushel of, of, of Mountain Dew and Doritos. Have you seen that? No. It's just him, and he's being like asked off camera about like why this promotion is so good. And he has to like it's like really. Oh my gosh. It's like where all the, so much of this comes from, but uh, yeah, I mean like. Whatever he's done, he's such like a like marketing and like you know public relations guy. But you know he he do, I think he does have genuine enthusiasm and he uh, has done a lot with starting this game. You know the game awards are, you know they're not quite the Oscars, but it's it's you know it's it's gotten a lot better. It's I think it's I think it's moving uh, video game awards in in a good direction. I agree with that. But for anyway, sure. uh, so some pretty interesting predictions there. I'm all about this. I can't wait to see how it plays out, particularly a lot of our things surround E3. Basically, it's E3 in that time frame in September and October. So, yeah, stay tuned uh, yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah. Whoopsie. <laughs> uh, but uh, what are, what are your predictions? That's my last four. Yeah, that's, that's the last prediction. Uh, what are your predictions as the listener here? We want to hear from you. Leave some comments uh, on our social media and on our website. We definitely want to see what you guys are thinking uh, in relation to what we put out there tonight. 
Uh, we'll take one more break, and then we'll come back with uh, just our G3 trivia, and we will be done. Be right back. What's up, geeks? Just want to remind you that we do have a Geekiverse store for all shirts that are geek. We have the Geek and Proud, Peace, Love, Prosper, straight out of Arkham, and the Geek University tee if you like it simple and blocky like I do. Now, that's at thegeekiverse.storeenvy.com, or you can do it real simple. Go to the Geekiverse and click on the tab on the upper part of the webpage. It's real big. It's real easy to see. We thank you for supporting us, but for now, let's get to the show. Welcome back to Geek Scott Game. We have one more segment for y'all, basically our G3 trivia. We're going to keep a running tally. We started it a little bit at the end of last year, but now that this is a more regular show, uh, basically it's a one multiple choice question. We'll rotate who comes up with the question, who asks it. Uh, Basically, I'm asking the question today. If I stump these three, I get a point. Uh, Whoever gets it right gets a point for their running tally for the year. That's basically it. Let's Uh, do it. So... uh, Including Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, how many Resident Evil titles have been released to date? Now, caveat with that, um, basically, if if a game has been re-released, I'm only counting it in the tally if it was released as like a high-definition updated release. So if a certain game, let's say Resident Evil 4, was ported to Xbox One, but not given like an official re-release, if that makes sense, not counting it. Well, there's like the Resident Evil remake has a... PS4 and Xbox One remaster, but it's also it had just a straight port to Wii. Correct. So the port doesn't count in that case. Obviously, you guys probably don't have the time to go through your heads and go through each list. Seth might. He knows Resident <laughs> Evil really good. I was gonna say, what about like the ones that are ported to Wii that are completely different? They're like rail shooters. Well, those are those okay, are well, those, those are, are brand okay. new games. Those those, those, those were new titles. games for Wii. But Unique they, titles. The Umbrella we'll Chronicles. But those are ported to other systems. Okay, so yeah, this is like spin-offs, like every everything, everything. Like not just mainline games. So uh, four options. <laughs> uh, there have been a lot of Resident Evil. What I would say is maybe put it on your phone, just so I, I don't know. That's kind of what we did last time. It's up to you guys. But A twenty, B twenty three, C twenty seven, or D twenty nine. And of course, this is not including the upcoming Resident Evil two remake, for what it's worth. Not that that would sway your your tally too much. So again, that was 20, 23, 27, or 29. So. Total Resident Evils to date. So would like the GameCube version of the original and the 1996 PlayStation version of the original count as two games, or is that one? Those would count as two games. Two games, okay. However, because they're, they're different, and on my list they would be different. Okay. <laughs> so everyone, everyone in the room is counting on their hands. Basically, it's just funny. The blank images that I'm getting right now. Do, 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 do. Okay, I'm taking a picture. It's great. <laughs> the problem is all that I've thought of are less than 20. <laughs> Okay. Well, it's at least 20. Sam's going to take a stab uh, in a second. Hang on. I feel like Seth's going to get it. I'm doing the same thing as Seth. I'm going through the whole I think, series. No offense. I think, Jeff, you're going to be close, but Seth is... I mean, what he wrote the, an article of the history of Resident Evil. What are the yeah, options my personal, again? I didn't play every single one, though. Maybe you did. You, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he did not. No, so uh, Resident Evil Revelations, which you count that one because it was a 3DS and then they moved it system or would it be 
I mean, you know the right answer, so... I'm trying to think on the list I had earlier. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, the console ports are no different from the 3DS version. But they are HD. Okay. If they re-release them as a high-definition remake... It counts as a separate title. But it's not in the title. Like, a real, if it's a high-definition remake, it usually it's like HD. Correct. Remaster. Same and thing with the on-rail shooters. They went to PS3 for the move support, but they weren't called HD, right? They were just ported on, but they were in HD, and the Wii was not HD. So, so there's caveats to every different release. I don't think there's any hard science to you guys figuring it out. I think some of you are going to guess right, and some of you are not. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Seth. <laughs> the wheels are spinning. <laughs> Still thinking, Jeff? Or are you good? I think I'm good. Um, All right. There's just so many caveats to this. I can't think Again, of anything no. definitive. That was how many Resident Evil titles, including seven, have been released to date? That was 20, 23, 27, or 29. I am going to say mm, there's probably something I'm forgetting. Uh, it was, you said it was 20, 23, 27, 29. Yep. Come back to me. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sam? 27. Okay. I'm Jeff? going with 20. Okay. <laughs> you heard those knuckles crack over there? 23. Uh, Sam was correct. Ah, 27? <laughs> she what didn't put that? any thought into it. <laughs> she was like, was yeah, that? got it. Yeah. Uh, 27. Okay. Do you have a list or... I, uh, I'll post the list. Okay, because oh, uh, I was trying to think of every spin. I was having trouble coming to 20 as well. Yeah. So uh, what I did I the original. Forgetting? I did zero. Number two, uh, Nemesis, Code Veronica, uh, four, five, six, seven, Revelations 1, Revelations 2, The Two Umbrella Chronicles, Operation Raccoon City, I believe Operation Raccoon City number two. Or Umbrella Corps, yeah. Umbrella Corps. There was well, no, there's, there's three because there were two on PlayStation. Sorry, PlayStation 2. Outbreak. That's what I'm Outbreak thinking of. Outbreak 1 and 2. Yep. Umbrella Core, Operation Raccoon City. Mm -hmm. Resident Evil 1 had at least two ports. There was oh, yeah. a, I think there was a Game Boy Color port. and uh, or that might No, no, no. And, there, was a there was a DS port. There was a DS port. Deadly Resident Silence Evil 2 had a port on the GameCom. Uh, there was... Because there was Resident Evil Mercenaries that came out. I forgot about Mercenary, that. Mercenaries. Mercenaries was 3DS, yes. and then Deadly Silence was for original yes, DS. Yes, that was just a remake of, well, not a remake, but like a port of the original. Yeah, there was Resident Evil Gaiden. Um, oh, and then you also had, what do you call it? Um, Code Veronica X. Code Veronica, Code Veronica X, to a Dreamcast and PS2. Yep. Um, the Revelations games. Uh, there, there, was dead aim, uh, there was Dead, dead aim. aim. Yep. Uh, Gun Survivor. Yep. Uh, the uh, see, I was forgetting some of those. Those yeah. like obscure spinoffs. Did um, Resident Evil Four have an official HD remake or like re-release? I mean, it's on PS4 now, so mm -hmm. I guess kind I don't of. Think they counted that one as a, a separate release? But Origins, I think, was a remastered. I believe so. Yeah. Origins was well, yeah, yeah. That was the remaster, the HD remaster of. The remake and zero, yes. yes. Well, Sammy B jumps out to an early lead, so that's that's uh, impressive. Crikey, Holy crap! Good job. Well, and I, I all knew of you. No, like, <laughs> dead aim. I was like, oh, no. I'll see. <laughs> if you don't know, guess C. They always said that. No, I was just like going off in my head. I'm like, there's a lot of them, and all these numbers seem to be in the twenty. I'm gonna take a stab at twenty. Well done, <laughs> all of you. Well done, being very close. Honestly, I think there's with a what seven, you came up with. There's seven Resident Evil games, right? At least because they just made. Seven, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Sound logic, but yes. Uh, anyway, uh, we're going to wrap things up here. Uh, that was a good talk today. I enjoyed that very much. 
where can we find everybody on social media? Jeffrey. Twitter at Jeffrey Pavs and Instagram just Jeff Pavlock. Very good. Also, maybe plug uh, something up and coming for the website that you're working on. You said you Voltron review. Yep, I got a review for season two coming up. Very good. Uh, Sammy B is not on Twitter, even though we're going to make her a profile at some point and just <laughs> run it ourselves. Right after we make her buy a Switch. <laughs> so we're going to make her keep her Switch pre-order. Uh, but, uh, Sam, what's what's going on in the world of Geekiverse for you? Um, I am working on my Fire Emblem Heroes review, which will be my first. Woo! No, it won't. No, I didn't do a Pokemon Go review. I just did like a little insight in it. But um, it'll be my first mobile game review. So that's exciting. Very and exciting. I'm working on um, beating Tales of Basuria so I can get that review started as well. Very cool. And then you and I write a, an article every Wednesday called the Geekly Hump Day to try to get you past your wall at work yeah uh, basically list like articles and this week for valentine's day we did um our top gaming crushes so that was kind of fun yeah it was uh seth i am on twitter at cap americanski and uh in terms of geekiverse content um the most immediate things that uh you'll see coming from me soon will be uh some movie reviews coming up for the lead up to the oscars um i've gotten some reviews of like oscar nominated movies out like manchester by the sea and uh but i have been working on a la la land review and i'll also be uh reviewing the martin scorsese movie silence which was criminally snubbed in the oscars this year but it was amazing and uh so there'll be that stuff and there's also some long gestating projects that'll get like such as when myself and uh uh, Geekiverse, uh, uh, irregular Geekiverse member Nate Lockhart and I went to the Midwest yes. Gaming Classic. Happened almost a year ago. So oh my gosh, I forgot about that. That video should probably be done soon. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm so excited to see that video. Holy crap. It's okay. going to be good. We, we, there's a possibility we'll go again this year. We're not positive yet, but we might. Nate needs to be with us more. Nate's sure. gonna, I think Nate should be here soon if we do okay. anything related to Kong Skull Island. I was just oh, yeah. to say, he, Nate needs to be here for yep. that. He needs to come for that. Um, obviously, you and Jeff would be good for that. There's yes. someone else um, I recently talked to that had a big interest in this. Um, but uh, you know we'll have them join you guys for a definitely. nice talk there. Definitely one month. That's yes. right. Uh, busy, that's busy March. That's a big uh, one. Uh, Seth, you also reviewed Resident Evil Seven, obviously. I, that's, that's correct. I uh, check that at geekiverse.com, and then also um, you produced the Grizzly Geek series, which was a video series we did. For, I uh, could. I just packaged it. Garvey's the real mastermind behind that series. Yeah, he is a mastermind. You got to look out for him. He's yeah, he's a sketchy dude. He's got a top. He's still that top knot. <laughs> <laughs> the samurai bun? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> maybe just, oh, maybe he's just excited for Neo. He could be, yeah. You know, that is just total game immersion, if you ask me. <laughs> um, so on Twitter, I'm at Josiah D. Leroy. Uh, you can find, I just reviewed the first season of Batman Telltale, as I mentioned before. Um, I'm going to be playing through Journey shortly for the first time. I got the it on first time. Really? First time. I got oh. it on awesome. PS4 for $5 like a few weeks ago. So I'm going to do a little bit of a hindsight review on that. It's a uh, beautiful video game. games as art. My yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it, I, no doubt about it. Gorgeous game from, you know, just this will be my first time playing it through myself, actually, which would be great. Awesome. Uh, also going to be working on a uh, Lego Batman movie review. I'm pretty Yay. excited about that. And mm -hmm. uh, we'll have some more videos I'm seeing coming that on up. Friday. Uh, really I think I might be that. too. Yeah. Uh, Lauren and I might be going to that. That'll be date night, basically. <laughs> uh, but the Geekiverse, we've got a ton of videos going on right now. Really a lot of content rolling all the time. Go mm -hmm. to thegeekiverse.com for your source in video games, comics, movies, and TV shows. You can also find us on facebook.com slash thegeekiverse. 
Twitter and Instagram at the underscore Geekiverse, YouTube.com slash the Geekiverse. A lot of Geekiverse here. And uh, SoundCloud and iTunes for the podcast, which is probably where you found this today. So for Pavlok, Sam, and Seth, I'm Josiah. Thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you in a few weeks. was the single composure by modern gentleman from the ep this is how it starts available on itunes and soundcloud today